Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Hold the Shahina podcast. This podcast was created to allow us to remember who we are, to integrate wisdom, and to realign with our deep feminine wisdom. This week's episode is about our cycles and our cycles as our oracle. Women are the portal through which life is birthed and created. There are no other beings that are that vessel for spirit to be incarnated in the flesh. It is women. We hold this power. We hold this sacred wisdom. We hold that that spark of creation on that to that nth degree. So I'm going to share some wisdom that I have learned. And I, I spend a lot of time studying our cycles, connecting with my womb, teaching and holding space for women to connect with their womb. I do this through sound. I do this through energy healing. I do this through clearing. I do this through a variety of ways. And I find that as women, particularly, well, let me just speak from my perspective, from my growth. I, there was a point in time in my life when I was very disconnected with what it was that was the feminine. I was very disconnected from my own wisdom, from my body, from my emotions, and this prevented me from manifesting with with ease, from aligning with my passion, from really owning my passion, and it also manifested as ailments of the feminine reproductive system like P- PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, also heavy periods. And just um, a lack of, um, in, in a lot of ways, there was a lack of awareness of the power of my body and a lack of respect for that infinite creative potential that I held and I hold. So through my own healing, I was able to discover these tidbits about how we as women can function in a far more efficient manner, can be comfortable in our bodies, can actually support ourselves in balancing our emotions, balancing our lives, and allowing us to tap into that infinite well of creation, and to supporting men in aligning and understanding that they can support their women and the women in their lives, the women that they love and cherish in a way that is not so linear and masculine. And there's nothing wrong with with being linear and masculine and just like there's nothing wrong with being feminine, feminine and cyclical. These are two different yet equally important aspects of our experience here on earth. So let's delve into women's biology and men's biology. So women's biology is by nature driven by their hormones, particularly driven by a hormone called oxytocin, which is the cuddle hormone. And 
the difference is that men are wired and they are driven by different hormones. The hormones that men thrive on are dopamine, which is the reward hormone, and also their system is geared towards testosterone, adrenaline, that constant going, linear, getting things done. That is the masculine brain and the masculine physiology and the masculine biology. And this is how that biology works, which is why men do so well in our society. Men do so well in our society because their physiology, their morphology is geared towards the the 24-hour system that we have. It's geared towards achievement. It's geared towards getting things done, not necessarily to connection. So women, however, are wired to create connections. We are wired to create family. We are wired for communication. We are wired for creating community. We are wired, our leadership drive is different. We operate on a monthly cycle while men operate on a 24-hour hormonal cycle. So this is why men experience a rush of testosterone early in the morning, which basically drives them through their day. And then at night, they basically chill out and relax. It's, it's the opposite. Well, it's different for women. At different points in time in a woman's cycle, she will be more alert. She will be more, uh, more engaging, more into an outward expression, more into showing herself and presenting herself in the best light. Or she may be more introverted and it's not really moody. It only comes across as moody if the woman if we as women don't understand what the purpose of that point in our cycle is, which is what I'm getting to. So women's cycles have four phases and the hormones that drive our biology are the luteal follicle stimulating hormone and basically the the hormones that are secreted by the ovaries. So this is, this is what drives us. And this is why there's an ebb and a flow, a peak and a valley to our, to our emotions, to our mind, to our energy levels, to the way that we express and interact in the world. There is an ebb and a flow. So we as a society, men, women, doesn't matter how you relate or how you identify we have been so disconnected from ourselves from source consciousness god goddess however you want to call it we have disconnected ourselves from the land so we have divorced ourselves from our connection to the the whole and so a lot of us go through the world thinking it's only us it's us against them it's basically fight or or die it's this this constant tension, this constant, you know, fight to survive, to struggle, to get things done. It's even in our language. You know, we talk about the hustle. We talk about, you know, like ride or die. Like just look, look at the words in our society that we have 
allowed to color our vision, our perception of our reality. And we have internalized into our own system, whether it's really in alignment or not. We've never really asked ourselves. We've never really questioned. We've never really thought about, oh, well, but does this feel good in my body? Does this align? Does this make sense? Does this allow me to achieve the goals I want to achieve in the manner in which is best suited for me? No, we don't ask these questions. So our cycles, cycles are oracle. Cycles are prophetic. There are cycles in the stars, in the planets, in the earth. There is an ebb and a flow, a natural rhythm to this creation, to our universe. There are cycles for the moon. There are cycles for the tides. There are cycles for the sun. There are cycles of growth. There are cycles of sleep or death, winter. There are cycles where we are stirring. There are cycles where we are sowing and reaping. And then there are cycles where we are reaping the rewards. By disconnecting ourselves from our own cycles, this is men and women, we are disconnecting ourselves from the natural rhythm of this world. And when we disconnect ourselves from the natural rhythm of this earth, then we disconnect ourselves from source, God, goddess. There is no separation. So when we come to honor our personal cycles, our wisdom that flows from our body aligned with the divine cosmic flow of energy, that's when we are in our power. This is when we are fertile with creativity, with ideas, with abundance. And we understand that abundance, prosperity, all those things we wish to manifest, they're already within us. We would not have those desires if they weren't already a part of us. And if they are already a part of us, then we can manifest them. We can turn them from the ethereal, the etheric realms into the physical realms once we realize that it is our vibration, it is our frequency. The, the frequency and velocity, well, I guess frequency would be the velocity at which our cells are vibrating. So the more that you are vibrating in a resonance that is harmonic to your desires, the more that they will come to you with greater ease. You will experience flow. You will experience joy and pleasure and beauty and love and peace and grace. And there is a, there is a, a surrender and it's not a passive surrender we have been taught in our society that to surrender is you are passive but surrender really requires deep trust deep trust in the divine deep trust in your oneness with the divine your ability to to transmit and translate cosmic flows of energy, cosmic information into your body and actualize it. Actually use that energy, employ that energy to bring you where you need to be. So us ladies, we are 
complex beings. And that is part of our beauty. Our magic is in the cyclical nature of our of our rhythm, of our life, of our, even our voice. Everything is harmony. Everything has a harmony to it. It is when we disconnect ourselves that there is dissonance and there is chaos or seeming chaos, or there is disharmony or dis-ease when we are disconnected from our source. So our cycles, and whether you are menstruating or not, our cycles, we still go through cycles. It's just that the cycles turn inward when you are holding your blood. So let's talk a little bit about the female brain. So the female brain has areas where there are high concentration of estrogen and progesterone receptors. So these are found in the prefrontal cortex, the hippocampus, and the hypothalamus. And these are the areas that are responsible for many leadership qualities, discernment, decision-making, mental acuity, emotional intelligence, memory consolidation. All of these qualities are vital and essential in good leadership. And I'm not saying that men can't have them. I'm just saying that because of our biology and the way our hormones work, women are naturally able to engage on that level because they can see the whole. They can see the whole picture and how it flows together and how all these different parts can lead to a greater whole. So they're able to bring different seemingly opposing polarities or personalities together in a way that creates harmony and in a way that is in a way effortless. Now there are men that do have these qualities as well. However, you find that it's more common in women. So as to the phases, so the first phase in a woman's cycle is menstruation. So this is when we are bleeding. We on I call it being on my moon cycle. And at this point, we experience the lowest levels of estrogen and progesterone, which are the hormones, the female, the main female hormones. Our energy levels are lower. We produce less, less energizing hormones. We have a slower metabolic function. However, we have, at this point in time in our cycle, we have a greater capacity for empathy, for intuition, our cognitive functions are heightened. We are, so this is the perfect time to go inward, to go within, to meditate, to seek time to really evaluate and receive whatever information you need for what it is that you need to be doing. So excellent time for assessment, for internal reflection, for reflecting on your projects, for analysis, for planning, for being strategic for allocating our resources. And this, this is our superpower at this point in time. We need to be fluid. This is the message for women. We need to learn how to be fluid. This is the feminine. And 
so many of us, myself included, it was so difficult for me to be fluid, to learn how to flow. I was so stuck in that mindset of I need to get things done, of pushing myself beyond my own capacity because this is simply what was done. This is what success looks like. This is what drive looks like. This is what, you know, you were taught. I don't know. Like it's, there are so many factors that so many places where we receive this information and it's detrimental to us as women to hold that as our truth and our banner for how we need to behave how we need to act, how we need to relate, how we co-create our reality. And this is where our wisdom comes in. Using this time when we are on our moon cycle to go within, even if it's for five minutes a day, even then if you extend it for 10 and then for 15, you start small with the intention to align with your cycle, to align with your wisdom, to align with infinite source consciousness, God goddess, and then allow it to flow through you. Allow the messages to come to you. I have um, gotten into the habit um, of when I'm on my moon cycle, the first day, if I can, I do my best to honor this. The first day of my cycle, I allow myself to rest. So if I need to sleep, if I need to eat chocolate, if I need to cuddle, if I need to cuddle my huskies, if I need to just watch a romantic comedy, something lovely or something inspiring, I just, I do that. If I need to read, I give myself the space to, to flow, to just be and to not be pushing myself beyond what physically is is my ability at that point because at that point our energy levels are at our at their lowest it's time to slow down it's time to rest it's time to just shh, bring it down so now we find that once we connect with our cycle and we stop we stop the nonsense of vilifying our cycle, of feeling it's an inconvenience or a bother or it's painful. And yes, for some of us, it's painful. And the more that you connect with your womb, the more you will find how to lessen the pain, how to heal your body so your cycles aren't painful. So they actually are more easy and graceful. So on to the second phase, which is the follicular phase. If you excuse me while I take a sip of my kombucha. So the follicular phase. This is the phase where there begins to be a rise in our estrogen levels. And as estrogen starts to ramp up in our bodies, we start to ramp up the production of ATP, which elevates our energy levels. And this begins to increase our endurance, our stamina, our power, our strength, our metabolic function also increases. We have an ability to navigate better and we have the ability for strategic action. 
And this is also a time of enhanced emotional intelligence. So emotional intelligence is something that is, um, is very important because it, it is our ability, it is our ability not only to know ourselves, but to understand the nuances between words, between our behavior, between our emotions. So to understand what is going on behind the scenes of whatever it is that we are dealing with. And this is so critical when we are dealing with other people because when we are dealing with other people there are some people that are exceptionally challenging individuals that are stubborn that perhaps don't want to listen or or so gung-ho for one specific course of action that they have completely blinded themselves to all of the other possibilities all they see is one thing it's like a bull with a, a red banner or handkerchief. They're zeroed in, honed in on that target. However, when one is so hyper-focused on one thing, we neglect to see all of the other contributing factors to that goal. And to be able to see all the interplaying puzzle pieces that are going to create that whole is really important this time in our cycle is excellent for taking action and for communicating efficiently and for interacting with others because ultimately this this is what we are here to create this is why women were the ones in the community that were building that community. We were fostering those relationships. We were nurturing our relationships. We were nurturing our children, our nieces, our nephews, our relationship with our mothers and our aunties and our grandmothers and, and the elders. We were that bridge. We are that bridge to that community, to that greater whole that brings so much fulfillment and love and joy and beauty so when we are when we start to recognize the magic and the cycle of our cycle and we start to flow with it we start to really move ourselves forward move ourselves in the direction of whatever it is that we are looking to achieve because we understand how we work and when you understand how your own physical body works everything else becomes easier it becomes easier to relate it becomes easier to understand it becomes easier to assimilate information it becomes easier to interact and to disseminate information everything just begins to make sense and to flow into one thing effortlessly and the third and shortest phase, this is not and, this is the third phase, because there is one more after this. Um, so the third phase in our cycle is the shortest phase and is the ovulatory phase. And this is the only phase during which we can get pregnant. So in essence, if you understand your cycle and you understand how your body works and you're nourishing your body, there's no need for birth control because you can only get pregnant I think it's three, four days 
out of this, out of your entire cycle. So this is just like understanding our cycles is crucial on so many levels to our health, our well-being physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all of it is this is this is the key. The magic in your womb, honoring it. That is like I can't stress this enough. This is the bloom phase. This is the peak of the estrogen levels, the peak of the follicle stimulating hormone, the peak of the luteinizing hormone. This this is the 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 point where we feel our best. Like as women, we're just like we want to be and be seen and we want we, we feel embodied. Our energy levels are the highest. We feel our power, we feel our strength, we feel our endurance. We are energized cognitively mentally we're on fire we have charisma we have the ability to influence we are vibrant magnetic energetic like we are all the things we are outwardly focused again this is how our cycle flows we go from within to being out to being our most magnetic so if we have a presentation a big important meeting an important pitch when you're ovulating, that is when you want to be in front of people and convincing them or engaging them, inspiring them, firing them up to get on board with whatever it is that you're doing. This is the time. So our mood is just up, elevated, happy, all the things. And then we come to our fourth phase, which is the luteal phase. This is the growth phase. This is a time in our cycle when our brain has the ability to learn and to grow. It's the longest of the phases. So our ability, our neuroplasticity is what it is. The ability for us to learn new things is at its peak. So our ability to change our behavior, to learn new things, to create new neural pathways, to get rid of old ones. So if we're trying to change some patterns in our lives, if we're trying to start new patterns, this is the phase to do it. And this is how we learn to adapt. We learn flexibility and we learn the power in our cycle. And this is the power of the feminine. The power of the feminine is to learn how to flow, to learn and engage in that deep, sensuous, mystical dance of the cosmos. This is the feminine. This is that energy. It's not getting pedicures or manicures or being having spa days and, you know, eating bonbons on the couch or whatever. Like, it's not about that it's about understanding what you're where you're at and what it is best for you to be engaging in at that point in time and this is how we harness the magic in our own bodies and this is how we harness the magic in the earth in the cosmos all of it flows together we start engaging in this sacred dance of co-creation in an active conscious way in a way that allows us to inspire and really integrate the wisdom that exists within us. And that's ultimately what life is about. 
Life is about our experience. It's about engaging. It's about creation. It is about love and beauty and peace and surrender. And that deep knowing, that deep confidence that you are safe, you are protected, you are held. That you are not alone. You are not alone. You have a team in spirit. The heavenly and earthly forces are with you. You have community. Now, sure, some of us may need to work on that, myself included, developing those relationships and creating community. That sometimes is challenging for us spiritually-minded people that are a little more on the witchy, woo-woo side. And, um, but the people that, that love this energy, that, that are about this energy, they're out there. The people that are seeking are out there. The people that resonate with understanding your body, understanding your cycles, understanding how it interrelates and interacts with the cosmic, earthly, heavenly cycles, those people are out there. It's just a matter of being open, of receiving, of aligning with your heart, of clearing out the old patterns that make us believe that we are not safe, that we are not protected that we are not, um, that it is not safe to be seen. It is not safe to be heard. It is not safe to, you know, fly your flag however you want to fly it. Because we have been taught that it is best to be quiet, to be silent, to not rock the boat, to not be different. And yet the magic is in those differences. The magic is in honoring our individuality. Because each one of us has such amazing, unique, beautiful gifts to share with the world. Because they're not ours. They have been given to us. Or more or less given. We have chosen them. Out of the myriad of gifts that the divine consciousness has, we chose this particular batch to co-create this life. How are you using those colors? How are you using that melody, those notes, those patterns that you were given? Are you transcending? Are you transforming and transmuting, alchemizing? the energies that seem a little stuck? Or are you allowing them to rule you? Because the ego is the death of the soul. The soul wishes to express herself, to be, to embody, to integrate, to expand, to evolve. The ego wants to keep us small, wants to keep us contained and marching to the beat of someone else's drum. It's not your drum. And in your heart, you know that it's not. And it takes courage to shut that egoic center off. Be like, no, 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 this is not your time. 
I'm going to align with my soul. I'm going to let her breathe through me. I'm going to allow the Shehina, the Holy Spirit, the Divine Feminine, to flow and express freely through my voice, through my actions, through my words. Unfolding, allowing my life to unfold like a rose unfurls her petals in her harmonic and beautiful symmetry. That is how our life begins to unfold when we align with our cycles, when we connect to our wisdom, when we honor the sacred, the sacredness of our being, the holiness of our being. And you may say how I've suffered, I've struggled, I have these traumas. How can you call that holiness? How can you call that divine? How indeed, huh? Because we chose it. And this isn't we chose it from a woe is me, this is the cross I have to bear. No, not from that perspective. We chose it to experience something different, something that we hadn't experienced before. And when we remember who we are, we remember our power, we remember our sovereignty, we remember our oneness, we understand that whatever happened to us or is happening to us, it is there for us to transform. It is there for us to alchemize. It is there to serve us, not the other way around. We are not victims. We are not subservient to this set of circumstances. Well, my moon is in, I was about to say Jupiter, but the moon can't be in Jupiter. <laughs> my moon is in, um, let's see, what would be a tough placement? Um, that could be a tough placement. So my moon is conjunct Pluto in Scorpio. So the moon conjunct, conjunct Pluto would be that they are in close proximity. And Pluto is incredibly intense. It's about death, rebirth, transformation. The moon is about our subconscious, our psyche, our soul incarnated. It is, it is basically our emotional world. So you can see how these two together might be a little turbulent. Scorpio. Scorpio is a deep, dark, mysterious, you know, all about death, rebirth, sex, all kinds of, you know, heaven knows what Scorpio. Like, Scorpio can, can be like super dark or super enlightened. But again, it depends on that, on how you choose to work with that polarity. So someone can say, well my moon and is conjunct Pluto in Scorpio and I'm screwed. Or someone can say, wow, my moon is placed right next to Pluto because my life is about transformation. My life is a series of death and rebirths. And how many times can I rise up like the Phoenix from my own ashes and be rebirthed, reborn into something greater, into something new, into something that is even more embodied, even more full of life and joy and freedom 
and and just all of those deep, like how much more can I embody my humanity? How much more can I feel my emotions? We can take that same placement and view it in that way, in a way that serves us as opposed to taking our power away. And ultimately, this is why I'm sharing on this podcast the things I share about the feminine and the body and all the things I'm sharing and will share because this is about us feeling empowered, feeling embodied, being in our sovereignty, not giving our power away to anything outside of us. It doesn't matter. If you have given your power away and you've been doing it for 39 years, doesn't matter. Every moment is a new opportunity for you to reclaim your power, reclaim your essence, step into the fullness of your expression. It's never too late. It's never too late to start charting a new course, start transmuting. And yeah, it may be difficult. You may need to move away from certain peoples that aren't supportive, that just want to see you the same and feel threatened when you start to talk about different things and don't understand. Yeah, that may be true. And that happens. And still, there are people out there who will support you. There are people out there who will love you just as you are and who will honor you for being courageous, for stepping out of that box that so many of us live and die in that box. And many of us, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to live in that box. But some of us, we were not made for that box. We were not born to live according to someone else's rules. We were born to start breaking down those patterns and to start transforming, transforming the karmas of our lineage, just transforming, breaking them. Like Daenerys wanted to break the wheel in Game of Thrones, although she didn't quite (laughs) turn out the way I would have liked. She kind of went off the deep end. That's not what I mean. You don't need to blow everything up and start from scratch in order to live your truth. That's not necessarily necessary. That's not necessary. But start, start with honoring your cycle. Start with connecting to your body. Start with breathing. Start with movement. Start with dance. Start with... Whatever calls to you, start with music, start with listening, start with connecting and grounding to the earth, start with honoring her cycles, however you begin, this is your journey, however you are continuing and expanding, continue and expand, don't allow anyone to to tell you how you need to do things. There is no black and white. There is no, you have to follow A, B, C, one, two, three, no. 
Some people go from A to G and then go back to D and then go to M and then go to O and then who's to say this is your path. This is your body, your incarnation. Align with your heart, align with your soul, align with the infinite cosmic intelligence. And see where it takes you. See how you evolve. See how much you've grown in a year, in two months, in a day, in five years. How many deaths have I had? So probably the reason I, that the moon and Pluto conjunction came into my head is because I have my moon and Pluto in conjunction in Virgo. I think it's the fifth house. I can't remember the house. But it's a very powerful placement once you harness the energy. If you don't know how to harness the energy in your natal chart, oh yeah, that, that is a very tumultuous <laughs> experience. But once you learn how to harness the energy in your natal chart, the energy in your body, the energy in the earth. Dude, you're unstoppable. You are that infinite light of creation. This is you. Your soul came here to express this infinite light. We just got to tell the ego to move, bitch, get out the way. <laughs> and that's how I'm going to end it. Um, tell the ego to move, bitch, get out the way. Because where we're going, what we're expanding into, what we are calling down, the ego in that sense, there's no room for it. There's no room for playing small anymore. There's no room. There's no room for hiding. There's no room for not standing in your power. That doesn't serve anyone. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve the people you are here to support and inspire and encourage and nurture. It doesn't serve our families. It doesn't serve our friends. It doesn't serve the earth, and it doesn't serve the divine. And I don't know about you, but I am here to be of service. I am here to be that holy vessel. As we all are, particularly if you are listening to me. And gaining some wisdom and, and encouragement and inspire, inspiration, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> inspiration from this. So I thank you for listening. And this week's sound healing is going to focus on the womb space, because this is what I do. I support us in clearing and transmuting and alchemizing any stuff we may be holding in our womb space, in our space of creation, and on our third eye because this full moon is in Sagittarius. And Sagittarius is all about deep wisdom, deep knowledge, 
spiritual awakening, expansion. It is all about, it's the seeker, the seeker of great wisdom. And if our intuition is clouded or muddy or tainted by old stuff, old karmas, old traumas, old beliefs about our intuition or our lack thereof, then we aren't allowing ourselves to perceive and see clearly. And it is so important that we use our discernment, our wisdom, our own inner knowing and understand when we're off. Because every, every one of us, intuitive, not intuitive, muggle, magical, doesn't matter. We all have an intuition. And some of us are just more clear because we do our work. And we constantly, when we feel off, we do more work to make sure we are in alignment. Because it's all about being in that divine alignment. So this is our opportunity to engage in this profound and transformative sound healing experience that is going to activate and awaken our intuition and purify and sanctify and awaken our womb space, our space of creation. So that is up next. If you like this episode, please give me a review, give me five stars, share this with your friends, subscribe to this podcast, Hold the Shekhina, and let's continue to grow our community. I thank you so much for listening. Ahava, enjoy the sound healing, and please share with me how you received this full moon, how you received the upcoming sound healing. Thank you, and I will see you next week. Ahava.